All right, everyone. Episode 100-2, where we are now continuing our conversation about the best and worst of our entire time recording for the past close to five years. So if you listened to just our previous episode, you know that we were doing a a retrospective look back from our day one recording to our day-to-day recording. And... um, That was a look at all the best and worst and in between in cinema. Video games, not just some great video games, but some great all-time video games that I'm really happy to look back at. Yes. The the worst in, definitely not as pronounced anywhere near. I mean, you could go out of your way and look for really bad games. We're just going to talk about things that we've played, you know. Yeah, we're not going to play the worst games. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you? Unlike, you know, it's kind of an interesting concept, whereas we will sometimes know that a movie is bad because maybe it gets shit reviews, but then we're like, well, but we're comic book fans, so we see it anyway. We won't play a bad video game because it's too much of like a time waste. Like the Avengers game. investment too, you know, I'm not going to pay 60, assumed $60 or clearance or sale price $40. Or something I'm knowingly going to probably dislike, whereas a movie is 10 bucks or now whatever subscriptions based on staying indoors. But you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it lessens the financial impact of, of experiencing it, too. Yeah. But before we get into all that, like every episode. Most every episode. Remember, we got to be in the. Most every episode. We have a current. fake sponsor. I'm really excited to bring these guys on board. Please. Yeah. This one is uh is new to us and i've got to admit i was pretty surprised to see it come to our email with the man- uh, for- with, with a with a name that was very familiar to me from a fellow podcaster too is he i didn't know that he has a podcast well we'll get there okay this is from macaulay culkin macaulay culkin sent this to us so he says hey need to strike back against the bully but don't have the physical strength to win in that fight, you need hard-hitting, clever, and personal insults. What you need is a consultant, an insult consultant. In fact, not just any, you need Macaulay Culkin Insulting Consulting. That's right. See, Macaulay Culkin is a child actor. He has always been thin and weak, and his face looks like a 12-year-old that's taken 40 years of drugs. See, no one has had to adapt more to bullies than the Home Alone star himself, Macaulay Culkin. Now he wants to help you get back at the bullies that plague you. Get professional insult help at Macaulay Culkin Insulting Consulting. Just visit homealone2.com. That's with the number two, homealone2.com. Macaulay, if you're listening, of course, you, why wouldn't you be? Uh, big fan of you dating Mila Kunis. Just kidding. But your podcast, Bunny Ears, it's probably, well, I mean, it might be successful as ours one day. So we understand why you're trying to, <laughs> you know, furnish your products and goods and services here at the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Maybe one day the Random Fandom with Brandon, Brandon and Macaulay has such a nice ring to it. Actually, I think it would be the Random Fandom with Brandon, Macaulay and Brandon. 
hopefully that wouldn't insult him. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, we are always thankful for the goods, products, and services, or anything else that uh, advertise with us here. They make us who we are. Would you agree? I agree. Money makes us who we are. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Would you like to talk about the best video games in the last almost five years? Yes, I would. Can I eat my chocolate marshmallow like heart good... that I got on a 50, 50% discount while we talk about it? Oh, yeah. Day after Thanksgiving or what <laughs> holiday was it? Yeah, Thanksgiving. I think you're right. <laughs> It's yeah, Valentine's Thanksgiving in February. Did you do it's anything for Valentine's Day? No, I worked and then I went home. Oh, man. Or no, I tried to, I almost had, no, I had a sex scene in Cyberpunk. So oh, kind of. Wait, had, with who? Yeah. Uh, River, the side quest cop with the optical hmm. eye. Oh, yeah, I totally fucked yeah. that guy too. Nice. Yeah, he was super hot. Up in that water tower. Cool. Yeah, exactly. It. He liked it. Oh yeah. So you're playing, as, you're playing you're as a woman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna play well, it again well, as a male. Well, we'll have to do a comprehensive review of that game as I'm damn near finished and very much many multiple hours into the game. We haven't gotten our initial. We haven't gotten our thorough, full, honest, time-given review, and I think that's a, an upcoming episode even though it's a little out of season now because the game came and went pretty fast and had -hmm. all the fervor and, you know, all that. But that doesn't mean it was a bad game. That doesn't mean it was a great game. You'll have to wait to see our opinions. Uh, It might be on our next fight. What? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. It might be on our next what? Our next uh, 100 episode special as some good (laughs) or bad. Yeah, maybe. Um, I do want to say, since we're talking about video games, might as well just, Put it out there on this these topics because you're talking about you're 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 playing through cyberpunk. I beat cyberpunk and then kind of was at a loss for what to play right now, and I picked up um, Hades, the 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 other game that basically has been winning out game of the year with along with uh, Last of Us Two, right? Okay. And it's a one of those top down dungeon crawling type games. Wait, what platform? Switch. Switch and PC. Oh, okay. Now, I, I it's not the type of game that I would normally like to play. I don't like those types of games. And I certainly will say I do not see why it is anywhere near something like Last of Us in a game of the year. But that being said, I am starting to understand why it is on the top of everyone's list. It's really good, especially for that type of game, which I... It's like I said, it's not my my style, but I'm totally getting into it. It's good. So you kind of see what all the hubbub's about. I guess that's what I guess that's the point of what I'm saying. I'm starting to get the hype. Yeah. Cool. Now, video games. Let's talk about the best video games that we have been playing and that we've talked about since we started this podcast. And I'm going to let you go first, Brandon. I'm just going to throw it out there. It's not. It's not taking if I was, this isn't like an award show or best of the year or anything like that, but just really giving some credit and love for the games that really have endured during the life of our podcast as of yet. First and foremost, Overwatch. It was right there. You know, oh, we man. started podcast yeah. in May of 2016. Overwatch just came out like, like a week or two before that. And mm-hmm. I just, I've put away more hours on that than anything else. Uh, as a, a singular title and it's 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 been a 
a delicate relationship at times and it's it's over like it really is i know i've said that before and i went back and played it <laughs> but now that i'm next gen because i'm cool and because you spend a lot of time online trying to f- secure some deals um i'm never going back but the memories and just the fun and when that game was hitting on all cylinders whether you're just playing with randos or me and you were playing with each other or i end up finding a discord group and talking to people over xbox and sharing them like pictures with them and stuff like that i, I know that sounds weird and that's down rabbit hole but there is there was and Are still, you sure? I'm sure what kind of pictures I'm just like well like hey what do you look like and it doesn't matter okay Over, overwatch was largely the the game um at least the multiplayer game for me and still got a lot of love for what they're doing for you might even pick up number two Oh yeah. For years, you and I would, we would have an entire discussion about like, Oh, did you hear the new character, the new character, Arissa, you know? And like, yeah. you would have a full on podcast discussion about that, which now it's, it's interesting to think about because I've lost so much interest in that game because of the toxic culture within the multiplayer that just like anything though, I know just like anything. It, it, totally but it hit me really hard there because of how beloved it was for us. But it's to the point where if I were to hop on now, I'd be, I don't know how to play half the characters because they keep on introducing new ones and they're great, but I don't know most of them anymore because I haven't been playing. And I don't want to, like you, I don't want to go back because every time I do, I'm reminded of why it's so toxic and bad and it's just, it's not fun anymore, but hopefully number great two game. can help with that. Yeah, great game increasingly frustrating community around it but i would be remiss if i didn't mention that right off the top how about for you what's something that was on you know that you're putting on a pedestal well let me let me say one that i know that we both really liked which is red dead redemption 2 that game is 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 something that i I think you played twice right yes i'll just i'll just i don't mean to hijack this from you i'll just tell you right now out of all the games uh, we're going to mention this is my favorite game. It might be like besides Skyrim, and mm, it, it might be one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. Let alone since uh, we've been doing this, it is my favorite game. I love the world. I love the pacing. I love the storytelling. I love the characters, and there was no illusion for me from the beginning even when they announce this game and they show some guy on the cover, I'm like, well, who's that? He wasn't in the first one. So you're like, Oh, but we're going back to explain how it led up to the events of red dead, which was a very awesome beloved game. Um, And you just knew that this Arthur Morgan guy is not going to make it out because he's not, not in the first one, but I, I I legit felt like crying, you know, especially the second time around um, because I just knew it was coming and even the side quests, the way this it ties into the bigger picture, um, the world felt like it had a personality. If you went to this region mm-hmm. of the map versus this, it wasn't all just kind of one like cityscape, like so many of these sandbox games just ultimately end up feeling like it's just one big mesh. Um, the weaponry, the customization, the gear, the sound design, it was like a perfect Western experience. Now, let me, let me ask you this. Um, Go right ahead. Do you th- Now, I, I agree with you. I think it's, it's one of my favorites. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it, it is one of my 
favorite games of all time. And I think not only one of my favorites, I think it is one of the most well done games. Like it is near flawless in its execution. Now that is with the fact that it is very slow, purposefully slow in its execution. Do you think that the speed of that game, meaning like more of a simu- like a cowboy simulator being very slow, is a positive? Or do you think it would have been even a slightly better game if they just picked up the pace a little bit more with like movements, like basic stuff, like getting off your horse or walking from point A to point B or letting you run through your camp instead of just slowly walk every time? Do you think it would have been slightly better or do you think it is perfect as it is? Great question. 20 years ago or 20 some year old me would probably be a little frustrated by the pacing in those moments you're talking about. Right. Especially playing it a second time around and being, you know, my most adult self to date. I appreciate the craftsmanship that is the slower nature of the game, especially the first chapter is really slow. I just remember like, Oh my God, you know, but it would be like, it's a good term you used whether you generated that yourself or not, like a cowboy simulator, like just walking through the snow. Yeah. You wouldn't just be like, and your stamina would run out. Um, It just makes you pay attention to all the detail that goes in the game. Just like the way he brushes the horse. Yeah. That sounds silly, but it actually makes sense. He's going with, you know, like with the grain and it just like, Nothing is overlooked. I just can't imagine just the thousands, hundreds of thousands of individual, collective, whatever hours that went into every single little detail in this game. Like even the way the grass rustles when your horse runs through it, it just, it makes you stop and notice like not only the, the peak of storytelling ability with a huge budget, a great studio behind it. And then just the technology that rises up to meet it. Um, if you want a quicker pace game, but with the Rockstar signatures, then, you know, hey, Grand Theft Auto is there for you. And let me tell you why it would be just the best game in the random fandom era, because as much as some other games might have a story that rivals it, or maybe people could like more, Red Dead has then a whole nother component of online, which is fun as hell, and I'm barely even playing it. Yeah, and I, that I never got into that. just makes it the whole <laughs> game just the absolute best video game experience I've had. Hmm. Yeah. I, I struggle. I struggled with the speed of the game when I first started playing, but, but that's why I did it a second time, but I quickly, I mean, like it did not take me that long to realize what the game was doing purposely. It was making you literally stop and smell the roses and, and like slow down and experience a life because what you were playing what they were giving you was really a cowboy simulator mixed with a rock star style action game you know and i think it was a perfect mix of that there are some things that i still like if i try to play it again which i i did start a new game a while ago when i was kind of in between games And I remember going to my camp and immediately being frustrated again with the fact that I couldn't run to my, through my camp, right? Like something (laughs) basic as that made me kind of think to myself, like, I know that they're doing it on purpose, but they're forcing me to slow down 
when, especially on a second playthrough, I kind of just want to speed up and go through the game and experience, you know what I mean? I feel that it would almost be like, it'd be great if there was in the options, like a a game speed, you could just put it to 1.5 or something like that. Yeah. Or it's like there was a new game plus, right? Whereas where you played it the first time and, and, and it forced you to be slow, but then in the new game plus, it sped some things up a little bit. It made it so that you can hop on and off your horse a little quicker and, um, you know, run through your camp to speak to people instead of slowly walking. Little things like that, I think, would have been some improvements on the gameplay side. Yeah. Sorry. We've let, me make long- one last, yeah, let me make one ahead. last point. I know we're, we're going long on this, but it deserves it. It's my favorite game in the random fandom era. I'm going to keep saying that, not intentionally, except for that time. The fact that in re- the original Red Dead, um, you don't know when you're playing through, and if you stayed spoiler free, that John Marston's going to die. His death was way more tragic because it came so out of nowhere, and it was heartbreaking, especially in front of his family. Now you know going into this one, okay, this Arthur Morgan guy, this cover cover artist, he's not going to make it out. But how they get there? But they let you choose his path, even though it ultimately leads in death, and you get introduced to the idea very i would say earlier at least midway that this guy is dying yeah and just the whole time i'm playing through i'm like every mission i'm like oh shit that just gets me one day closer one less thing to do closer to this guy's you know demise and he was such a likable guy even if you in game played him like an asshole he's still such a likable guy with mm-hmm. like a mor- moral code but also a almost a blind optimism and loyalty to this gang. But then you see how it ships away and erodes little by little through the course of many years. This story takes over the course of many years and it just felt like you were with him and it was just like a life well-lived and experienced. And just, I I don't know. It's like freaking movies can't even do, you know, storytelling this good sometimes. Well, movies cannot immerse you into this, 50 hour experience, you know, like Red Dead was. So yeah, I I think it is unlike any other as far as storytelling, but uh, I will say that there are games and you know, there are some games on my list that I feel bad that you have not been able to fully experience. Don't cry Uh, for me, Argentina. So, or don't cry for me, Tsushima. Oh, both produced by Madonna. Yes, exactly. Ghost of Tsushima reminds me in, in a weird way of Red Dead Redemption, but in a faster pace. Yeah. Like, I, I, I will. Some people will hear me say that and be like, that's ridiculous. Like, what are you talking about? The, the gameplay is totally different. Yes. He's going to tell him. He's going to tell him. Listen up. I'm going to tell you. The action gameplay is totally different. The fighting. But as far as a open world gorgeous scenic game where you're riding around on your horse they have a lot of similar similarities ghost of tsushima though opts for a better quicker gameplay while still giving you like this probably the most beautiful game i've ever seen that game is one of the best games i've ever played so is horizon zero dawn in a very similar way gorgeous open world very unique in the in 
what you're fighting and like the, the, the robot dinosaurs or whatever they are and the story, like the whole thing. I remember just being so into the story. Um, those, those games are, are unique in their own way around, um, but, but, but all in the genre of an open world. Also, and I, once again, I, I, this is an, I, I feel bad. I'm just going to say all these ones that I know that you haven't played, but Breath of the Wild, another open world game where you're riding around on your horse, but in a completely different style of game that is a, just perfect on its own right. I think out of the ones you're mentioning and will mention, that's probably my biggest regret. Like the rest, I'm like, meh, just too many games to play. I'm okay with those ones, just knowing that they're great and I just never got to it. Dude, I would let you borrow my my Switch so you can play that game. Okay. I mean, I'm playing Hades right now, so maybe not right now. <laughs> but but uh, I, honestly, I'm happy to let you borrow that. You know, you know like, what we need what, to do? I'm moving closer to you. Maybe we can develop like an underground tubing system. Like when you go mm-hmm. to like some banks or places where they just do an air air duct shoot or whatever and just send it back and forth. Send the game and the console or send you? Well, preferably shipping would be less for the game and the console. But if it was like you, it'd be like Futurama. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know I, I I said a few, right? I said Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon Zero Dawn. And I know there's one more, so hit me with it. Uh, well, I have more than one more. I was I was gonna lend it over to you to kind of talk for a while. Oh, okay. Um, I love Resident Evil. Obviously, uh, some Resident of Evil's good. some of the entries have been better than others. Resident Evil 2 was amazing. It was basically the same story, but it just felt, I mean, a lot of time between, you know, the original and uh, what Resident Evil came out 2019. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 remake. It is a remake, yes, but it's unlike any other remake I ever played. It was scary. It was visceral. It was... It was just a great experience. I played that multiple times, both characters, both scenarios. I love that game. It was so faithful yet. So like right now or right then, but well, and it, Resident it was, Evil just as a perfect mix. It was a perfect mix of like what you loved from the original, but then also with a new spin of right now. Yes. The lighting, the, the, how they beautifully got away from the fixed camera is just so good. I, that game is awesome. Um, you know, and of course, Resident Evil seven had come out two years prior to that. So they had the kind of the distinction of getting them back on track as a franchise, but Holy crap, did this just like, this is something this as a franchise with how many ever entries over the course of 25 now years, this is one, if not the one you plant your flag on, be like, look at this game. Yeah, this and, then, is what we're doing. and then they use the same engine for number three, which was, yeah, it was good. It was fine. It was fine. It took them like a year to make too, which seems pretty quick, but. It, it, was, it wasn't fully flushed out. It wasn't fully realized. Yeah. It was a four and a half hour game. How do you have a full. Was that it? You know, it was uh, each time I beat it. And, I mean, unless you're speed running, but yeah. 
Like wow. I experienced the whole game. You know, I, I really like those Resident Evil remakes, but I'm I unlike you, who th- that's like your thing, right? You're like you love those games. Since day I, one, I like them. I don't love them. I like them, but I do think that the Resident Evil Two specifically was quite impressive, like way better than I thought it would be. I like when they give me something to love, and this was definitely it. Yeah. Then that's really that's all I got as far as like just like games that are head and shoulders above other good games these are excellent games excellent experiences where i put away time and emotion that's all i got yeah we'll see it night once again because of the ps3 that i'm or ps3 ps4 i was able to play a few more that you didn't get a chance god of war was of course absolutely incredible and if i were to put here's the interesting thing if I was to put a top 10 games of my life, these three games would be on them. God of War, Last of Us Part Two, and Spider-Man. Like the new, not the Miles Morales one, but the one before that. Yeah. Like those are the types of games that if every game was that, I would never leave my house. <laughs> because they're just so <laughs> good. And they offer something different. Each game offers perfection in a video game in a different manner. I won't go too deep because I I know you, it's hard for you to you can't like put your thoughts and spin on it because you didn't get a chance to play them. But well, if I had to look to one person outside of myself, of course, there's professional reviewers, which um, you know I've listened to my share of podcasts and articles. But if there's one other person I'd look to outside of myself to be like, oh, would I like this game? It of course would be you. And so, let alone everything else and all the praise and you know well-deserved i'm sure i just can't speak from personal experience although i've watched you play each of those games and there's still some enjoyment i can definitely get from that um yeah okay cool brandon you make great points and uh thank you you it's a nice thing about video games they're never gone you know they're just a little out of date but I, i go back and play these ones eventually out of all the games that you mentioned Yes. What one stands out the singular most to you if you had a video game gun to your head? Ooh, I would probably say The Last of Us Part Two, just because it is it is perfect. I mean, it is literally like a perfect video game to me. It has an incredible story that it and it messes with you as a player, like by playing with who you see as the protagonist in one story and then playing with the opposite as the antagonist, but then seeing how that person is the protagonist of their own story. Um, Mm. And in, in gameplay and development and everything else, it is a near, I mean, it is a perfect and almost like glitchless game. It is incredible. That being said, um, you know, there are games like Ghost of Tsushima and stuff like that that are just gorgeous. But man, and Last of Us Two would have to be it. Cool. Shout out to all the games that uh, we talked about. Wait, what about you? I told you from the beginning, Red Dead Two. Oh yeah. yeah have yeah. you read? It? Have you heard about this? I yeah, I just forgot. I wasn't listening. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan would listen to me. That's why I went back and played it a second time. Yeah. You, you, oh, just the way when he dies at the end, he says goodbye to his horse. Ugh. Even that, like little things, just 
tug at my emotions. Yeah, yeah. Saying goodbye to horses automatically wins. Speaking of saying goodbye, we're about to wrap up here for this 100.2 episode. Well, yes, but, 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 if I may, yeah. we should just quickly mention, you know, the opposite end of the, that coin, the video game coin. What about some bad video games? Just real quick. Oh, Since we've God. been in the, the random fandom era, yeah. there have been some really, and when I say bad, I don't want to be like, I hate them. They're outright shit. But really what I'm saying in terms of games, because, you know, it's not just a two hour investment like a movie and be like, oh, that was objectively bad. I hated it. Really, it's almost like the term disappointing should apply more so because we wouldn't, like we said, we wouldn't actively play play bad games, but we want to invest enough in the game to to see the good in it or hope to find something to like about it. And I feel like all these games were more that's the case, like where we invested a certain amount of time and just never panned out. Yeah, totally. Kind of a a caveat, a long-winded caveat there, but I don't want to shit on anything particular but i i just want to say like i wish these games would have been better i had hoped for more the hype whatever first of which i really disliked anthem we didn't get super invested in it and we were just playing it off of games pass by the time it came out retroactively but we got it for free and we still was it was not worth our time i would have been really disappointed if i had made a full purchase or even like a (laughs) you know a half off price purchase of that that game could have been something so good. It should have been, and it was very hyped, and it came from a major studio, and it just it just was so undefinable. Like, just everything seemed so generic, and just like, what is going on here? What is the mission? The gameplay itself, it was incredibly dull, repetitive, and it had such promise, and it has components in-game that could make for a better game. And that's why I had a, yeah. that was just really dud, a dud. I, it was just dull. I think it had the potential to be really a great game, but it was not done right. Like they should have, they should have stepped away from this open world, um, you know, destiny style multiplayer game. And they should yeah. have focused that gameplay that they've created on something a little bit more, open world like story mission i would have i would have loved a single player version of that story that was more polished it would have been incredible but you're right i think that was a huge disappointment and that was even with us coming in way late after the fact way yeah way late and not even having to pay pay a cent for the game we just got it off of game pass but you know what I did pay more than a cent for that I was pretty disappointed about? I know about? exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> sea of Thieves. I was so wrong about that game when it first came what, out. What the hell was that? When I first came out, I tried so hard. Like, I tried to justify my purchase by just being like, no, it's actually really good. Like, the water looks incredible. And then, <laughs> but, then but then it was just so boring. And then you even played with me because it was on what Game Pass, I think, right? No, we just came and do it, did it split screen. I remember I was top, you were bottom. The way oh, is I that like what it, it is? Oh, okay. yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, see how I slipped that in there? Oh, second. <laughs> um, wow, neat sex puns. Wow. Um, and it was 
comical. Like just, it's like, wow, I'm throwing coconuts at skeletons and everything's a skeleton and you go and get the treasure. Oh no, but the Kraken's really cool. Too bad you never really found it. I know, it was all about going somewhere, getting some lame treasure and then running it back somewhere. And that was it. And I it will... took forever sometimes to yes. steer. Like, and like you can commandeer a dinghy or a full on whatever the big one's called <laughs> when you're like six people or more and someone can just come along and kill you if you're playing in the uh, the open online version rather than a, a closed game. And it was just like, cool. Yeah. It, it felt uh, like something I played in like computer lab in third grade. It was just, it was not what I was thinking it was going to be. And then when I realized what it was, it still was just like, okay. Well, cool. at least you didn't spend 60 bucks on it like I did. Yeah. I, I will say, it, apparently it's supposed to be a lot better now. I've heard that like a la a no man's sky, you know, right. not to the same scale or scope, but that the same sentiment, like, Oh, they've read, they've reacted, they've adjusted. You should go back and give it a try, but just too much has come and gone by at that point. So I'm just like, cool. Well, nice knowing you. Sorry. Not for me. Yeah. I am very, I was, I was on the cusp of going and getting that. Um, I was there with you. And I remember is either that or far cry five. And I went and got far cry five instead a purchase I was ultimately pretty happy with, especially by comparison. So sorry. I remember, CFC. I remember we talked about um, like you pick up one and I'll pick up the other. Right. And then we'll play it and then we'll swap. And Which then, is something we've done over the years for sure. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, nah, I'm good. You keep uh, fighting uh, pirate skeletons, buddy. You know what else was really just, I think to me, probably the most ultimately disappointing game. And luckily I didn't spend any money on it. But Fallout 76. I uh, This is one of the times where I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit. If everybody says it's bad or not what it should have been, then this is one of the times where I wasn't like, you know what, I want to find out for myself. I was just like, yeah, I'm good with that. I just didn't need another MMO experience at the time, especially. Right. Well, and I'm such a Fallout fan because I, I love all the other Fallout games. Fallout 4 yeah. is one of my favorites. And so when they were talking about Fallout 76, like for, you know, for the time it was in development and they would hint at it or talk about it or talk about the progression system and the leveling, I was, I was watching all those YouTube videos, right? And watching all the press conferences and I was following it like it was going to be the next big thing for me. And I was so disappointed. Well, I should say I was disappointed in the reviews first. Because yeah. when, when it came out, I didn't buy, I was so close to buying it day one and I didn't, but I was like, I'm just going to wait. Cause there's some kind of questionable issues, right. With the fact that nobody can review it until after it comes out kind of thing. Oh, the embargo. Yeah. Yeah. And so I waited and sure enough, it got panned and I never played it. And then it was released for free and I tried it and I was like, wow, this game is so bad that even for, it was just like Anthem. Even it's for free, and I still do not want to spend the time to play it. In games like this, especially they're, you know, asking for you to not just play a, a straightforward story, rather to spend a lot of time investment in character building and customization, you have to be good day one. You're not going to be like, oh, yeah, we're counting on the fact that we'll patch in a bunch of our fan base. You have, that's to keep your fan base. But if you don't hit, day one you're not going to retroactively get 
people on board, you know? And yeah. if you do, then that's not, that's just not, it's not a viable option. And it feels like, again, I've heard now, oh no, it's actually, I, I have a guy I work with. He plays pretty much weekly. And I still ask him when I see him, how, how are you liking it? And he's like, it's really not as bad as it was. You should give it a chance. They've made it a lot better. But by now, three years later, something like that. Yeah, you're like, why? Like, I've already moved point? on. Yeah, yeah what's I've point? moved on 100%. And I've got so many games that I'd rather be playing, whether they're current or I'm retroactively checking them out. But yeah, it's just like you never pulled me in at day one. And I'm not going back on day 1000 now. So, yep, yep totally. So it goes, yeah, I, that, that would definitely be uh, on a lot of people's list, I would imagine, if we're looking back at some of the biggest duds any other games that you want to of course speaking of asking you of the large time commitment customization options um hot off the uh the tales of just the flaming garbage that was the ending of mass effect 3 mass effect andromeda came out yeah yeah. and boy i couldn't wait to uninstall that that took up so much effing space on my hard drive i couldn't wait to uninstall that i was just like cool it was surprisingly bad for being a sequel to some of the best games ever created. Yeah, Mass Effect 2 has a very special place in my heart. Mass Effect 3 was a good game with a crap ending. Everybody knows it. If you feel different, then you're against the grain. Cool. This game just never got going. Like, just from the beginning, it's just like, what? what is this? It was so just space opera generic. It just sucked. Yeah. Wasn't good. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Anything else, dear friend? No, I think that's it. I mean, there's there's a few bad games that I tried and, and I played a little bit of but that didn't really keep me, you know, something like Rage 2 or something just comes to mind. But other oh, than yeah, that, that was that was kind of a disappointment. But it was it was low scale disappointment. I yeah, think real exactly. quick, just before we before we wrap it up. Some other games, to me, just like we did with the movies, like, hey, they were not top tier, but still deserve some love. And, you know, games that really we spent time with, not yeah. only for the sake of our podcast, but us as, you know, just fanboys. I got to give it up for Jedi Fallen Order. It was the best, singular best, easily the best uh, EA treatment of a Star Wars game for me. Mm. Um, and like I shared with you in the last recording, I think uh, it's awesome on a replay on uh, next gen. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just, it fires faster. It's, uh, and it's just a good game. It's got a good story. It does the nostalgia thing enough for like, oh, cool, there's Darth Vader. But it tells this like fresh story about like this new character that just is part of, you know, a smaller, smaller scale of the bigger Star Wars picture. It was just fun. It was a lot of fun. Any any other games like that that kind of hit the same way for you? Where you're like, Uh... this isn't. You know, I, I think worth mentioning is is um, Super Mario Odyssey was pretty good, but but um, when when comparing it to some of the other best games like Breath of the Wild, it it it's it's worth a buy, but it's not worth like being on the top list, you know? Yeah, yeah. And along that line, let me just give shoutouts to Gears Five. Of course, since we've been recording, uh, Gears Four and Five came out. I've much preferred Gears Five. It was way. Uh, I, thought, I thought Gears Four was actually a low point for the franchise. Um, people can be like, "Oh, what about Judgment?" Okay, but as far as like the linear, you know, one, two, three, four, five, uh, five came back with a vengeance. It developed a new character. It set up for, a, set up a new strong lead character, 
Um, it's I'm excited to see where it's going. I love the fact that Gears is in the future. Old Man Marcus. That was a really, really good, solid game. Also, I want to give shout outs to Doom Eternal. It was my favorite game from last year. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, I, I just, like that game, but it wasn't a favorite for me. But I yeah. know it was for you and, and it was for most people. Yeah, you can't you can't tell me that's not at least at the very least a good game. You it know? is a good game for sure. And it's inoffensive. You know, it's not like Joel had to die and pissed everybody off and led to people giving it ones on their own scale. So it's just Doom Guy and crushing space aliens and demons. Right. And it's exactly what everybody expected it to be. It made no apologies and it made no qualms. It was just very straightforward and I kind of dug it. Me too. Okay. Is that it? That was a look, very sexually charged discussion about the best, mm. worst, and in-between oh, video yeah, games. We're winding down this 100.2 episode. But, uh, Brandon, there's this rumor going around that you have a shadow synopsis for me and all the listeners. And can you confirm or deny that? Would you like to? The floor is yours. Uh, all right. You know, breaking story. I have a shadow of the synopsis for you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Rumors are true. Genie's out of the bottle. Are you ready for this? Because I can start reading it right now. Yeah. Is this the thing where it's either like the description uh, or synopsis, maybe, if you will, mm-hmm. from a, a TV show, a video game, a comic book, a movie, something that tickles our, our geek? It could be Funny any book? of those. Yes. So I'm going to read okay, you the synopsis. Well, I, I, haven't and let's see if you... I haven't done anything like this before. Uh, never, huh? None of the 100 no. episodes that we've done in the past. And by the way, I had a say this. Sorry, can I say this? I just just now thought about this. We have done episodes where we didn't count them as a number. Because like, remember, we yeah. did like one while we were on the road to a Sharks game. <laughs> yeah. So this Go is Sharks. really it's 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 actually like our hundred and first or hundred and second episode. Hundred. Yeah, it yeah. Pop, you're right. But I guess those other ones just don't count then. We didn't count them. So they don't count. But anyway, don't listen to all them. of our episodes previously, or most of them, have had a shadow of the synopsis, and this one is no different. I'm going to read you a synopsis. Let's see if you can guess what what uh, TV show, movie, video game, comic book, whatever this is. Okay? Ready? Right. I remember when I said that about 30 seconds ago, so I'm glad you repeated it, because now we're really on the same page. Yeah, good. Is this, wait, is this a story about a sarcastic co-host? Because if so, I, I got that. Oh, yeah. Damn it. You, you win. Go ahead. Our protagonist hasn't seen Japan since he was a prisoner of war in World War II, but he finds himself there once again at the behest of an old colleague. While there, he finds himself in the midst of a shadowy conspiracy of Yakuza and samurai. He is pushed to his physical and emotional brink when he is forced to go on the run with his old colleague's daughter and is confronted for the first time with the prospect of death. Now he struggles to rediscover who he is amidst his heroic yet haunted past. You know what? I was really struggling and then it just clicked for me. This is The Wolverine starring Hugh Jackman. Yes, it is. Good job. And that's, that was... I think that's when, you know, of course, Logan being the pinnacle of which, and we just talked about my favorite movie in the random fandom air, trying to get that over. Um, That's when I was like, oh, okay. 
well, they're really trying to get away from that shitty X-Men Origins movie, and they're starting <laughs> him starting to let him become who he really should be. Yeah. Did they have the Silver Samurai in that movie? He's an underrated character. I I you know, I don't remember. I don't remember the movie very much. Because no, it, it was not that memorable of a of a of a comic book based movie. But right. I remember thinking it was better than most of the ones we've seen of him recently within that period of time. Yeah. Um, but you know, ever since Logan came out, you know, that's like that's what's in my head. That's the oh, one yeah, that's movie in my head. Of. Yeah. And hopefully you'll think of us when you think of great fandom based podcasts hosted by two best friends coming back at you in just a little while with our best and worst of in TV episode 100.3. But uh, yeah, I'm going to bed. You? Yeah, sure. All right. Come talk me in. (laughs) And thank you listeners uh, for being a fan of our fandom. And stay geeky.